Hi, welcome to the Lima Reads podcast. This is where you can hear from Lima Public Library staff about our all-time favorite authors and stories and what we're currently reading. You may also hear news about the library and our community. Hi everyone, it's Danny, and I have a returning guest. Monique is here to talk about the graphic novel version of Anne Frank's Diary. And so I'm so excited that you picked this book. Can you tell us why you grabbed it? What caught your attention about this title? Well, like most people, I did read um, the Anne Frank's Diary. Um, like it's a school assignment just about probably around the time you're in fifth grade everyone reads it um but this was different because it's a graphic novel Mm -hmm. so i it the cover is pretty intriguing and like if you read the story you gotta be interested in looking at a graphic novel about it Mm -hmm. even though the the subject is pretty dark you still have interest in just the fact how she tells of her life and you can see all the the intimate details of what she goes through at that time Mm -hmm. it's interesting to see someone put it in a like a graphic format yeah yeah in that way so I don't know about you you probably don't have the same problem but for me I struggle with graphic novels because Mm -hmm. they're not necessarily I don't know it's it's this odd combination of picture book and story and I have trouble combining the two Mm. like I would much rather a very linear story but Mm -hmm. with a graphic novel the panels can be in a couple of different arrangements and so I struggle with that Mm -hmm. no problem with that for on your end no um because I like I grew up reading a few comic books Mm -hmm. and then I loved cartoons growing up I still watch them uh well I have to say I love cartoons so So in a way it reminds me of that Mm -hmm. and then the just the artistic aspect of it I Mm -hmm. mean not only just reading the words but being able to see it Mm -hmm. and not only in your mind like when you read like Chronicles of Narnia before the movies came out you're imagining all the characters Mm -hmm. but when you see it in the movie format it kind of, it either is completely different from what you imagined. And or, that's so frustrating. <laughs> right. And it can put you off. Mm-hmm. Or you could really enjoy it because it's like, oh, that's pretty close to what I thought mm-hmm. it would be. Or better mm-hmm. if you have a poor imagination. Right. But whichever way, mm-hmm. as long as you enjoy it, that's mm-hmm. what I get from it. So. so how did you feel about the illustrations in this story? Were they pretty spot on from what you imagined when you first read it or very different? Some are... Some are just as as good uh, as far as how they um, illustrate the characters. Like, mm-hmm. because of her diary, we, we kind of get a description of what each person in the attic looked like mm-hmm. um, based on what how she perceived them. Mm-hmm. And then we also have historical data imagery mm-hmm. pictures that we could draw from and say, okay, this is what they look like. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is a very uh, minimal look at what her family... Um, what their appearances were like, especially her sister, mm-hmm. and with the glasses, but it's very simplified. Mm-hmm. Um, but for a, a kid, like if you just finished reading the actual novel, mm-hmm. her actual book, her actual diary, um, you can kind of picture this like fo- to follow up with. It can kind of give you a... And I, I don't want to say it simplifies her story, because that would be horrible. I think it kind of... Uh, puts it in a new light to show more interest in a way because some kids don't like to read a Mm -hmm. you know a full novel with no images yeah and that's just the type of Mm -hmm. it's a good way to introduce the story to someone who struggles to sit down and just 
read text on a page because that can get boring if you're not engaged with right. it. So this is just a, another method to engage readers. Mm-hmm. So I do appreciate the format. I just, my, I personally struggle with graphic novels. But the I, I'm just looking at the illustrations for the first time, and they, they're nice. They do seem a little... Um, I don't want to say minimalist, but kind of like an advertisement from the 40s. Kind of flat, um, if that makes sense. I mean, beautifully done. The colors are really bright, I think, Um, but but the images are a little flat. There's not a whole lot of dimensionality in the scenes. Um, But that's probably fairly accurate for the story, too, so it's Mm -hmm. appropriate, definitely. Um, A lot of this is... It goes between um, like a surreal, uh, a surreal, a surreal imagery, and then back to like a cartoon mm-hmm. type thing. So it, in the parts where she's dreaming and she has nightmares. Um, well, who you, wouldn't if you were in that situation? Exactly. If you if you remember reading her diary, um, there are a lot of areas where she um, describes how she is struggling with. Um, the fact that a lot of her friends are gone mm-hmm. and she has one friend in particular that she keeps, you know, dreaming of and it's pretty horrifying, but it kind of depicts that in and out. And um, sometimes the pictures flow from being comical. Um, so her joking about um, one of the families, uh, the Mrs. Van Dan, um, and how she was obsessed over her chamber pot. Mm-hmm. And it kind of illustrates that. So that would be something comical. Mm-hmm. That she kind of laughed at the lady for being so obsessive. Or like that's the one thing that she had from her her rich life in mm-hmm. the real world. Versus coming down to live in the attic with them. And right. having to lose everything. She has her fur coat and then her mm-hmm. chamber pot. And it's, it's kind of mean of Anne. But you kind of see her character. But she is only a teenager. Right, right. So, well, and you've got to find some co- comedic relief where you yes. can at that point. Um, and that's the thing that I liked about this. Um, it didn't um, change her. It didn't show her as someone she wasn't. Mm-hmm. It didn't change. Um, a lot of this is pieces from the diary, but it's not the entire diary. Oh, okay. So that's part of uh, where... If you do look at this or you allow your children to view it, there are some parts where it's really graphic and maybe a little intense, but so is her diary. Mm -hmm. So I would encourage a parent, if you do allow Mm -hmm. them to look at this, have them read the diary after or before, Mm -hmm. just so that they have the real context for the, you know, the actual real account. And then this would be like a follow-up if they're interested. Mm -hmm. Um, But it... It goes through everything, and it doesn't take away from Anne's character what we see in the actual diary, or how we come to know her, if you can say that, after mm-hmm. reading it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there are scenes like, um, after they, kind of showing like how, how bad it got, how they didn't have food every day, mm-hmm. um, and when there were shortages in the real world, and everyone was rationing because of the war, um, they ended up with like potatoes, and sometimes they were not fresh. Mm-hmm. And so there would mm-hmm. be images showing the food, the leftovers that they would have, and kind of just putting a shining a light on how bad it was. Because you can right. read the words and go, oh. Mm-hmm. But if you have like an image to follow that, like, ew, that pickle looks really disgusting. disgusting. <laughs> yeah. So it kind of makes you probably have more sympathy for mm-hmm. it. Um, 
or at least empathize maybe um, if you can um, because it, her story is unique. Um, not everyone had to deal with this and not everyone had the opportunity to hide mm-hmm. for a little over a year to, you know, and avoid being placed in a camp. Mm-hmm. And then so it, and it also shows like the, her still being a child, her still mm-hmm. having that mentality of wanting to go outside and her wanting to have a boyfriend because she's like mm-hmm. in her preteen years, um, how she has this, this really intense, uh, what girl doesn't, uh, intense relationship with her mom, her mm-hmm. mom and how her, she feels her mom is cold towards her. But mm-hmm. then in the end, just like the diary, it shows that she does kind of reconcile that because she understands her mom's under pressure. Mm-hmm. They're living in an attic. She right. lost her home. Her children are in hiding. How else can you imagine? Yeah, I, I mean, I'm trying, as a mother, I'm trying to imagine having to endure that. And yeah. I don't know how how you would be able to hide that mm-hmm. from your child at that point. Mm-hmm. And yeah. everything that you, you know in life, you mm-hmm. grew up knowing and everything you acquired material and then the relationships mm-hmm. that you have and the the social status that you have I mean they were pretty well to do mm-hmm. yeah um, and then you lose all that just because someone is running the country and you're literally crazy <laughs> I mean that's a kind way to put it <laughs> <laughs> yeah so there's there's a lot in it and then um it does kind of, it does depict the story of where her and Peter are, um, her love story. Mm-hmm. Um, and then her referring back to the people that she, I guess, she would um, describe as dated or boyfriend or love mm-hmm. interest before she ended up in the attic and they went to hiding. Mm-hmm. So she does the compare and contrast. I mean, it is her story um, just depicted in a graphic novel and I think it's pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, Still at the end, towards the areas where um, there are sections where it goes through, um, it's literally like a, a picture, but then it's just mostly just the 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 entry where she talks about how depressed she is mm-hmm. and how low she's feeling because she's. I mean, her parents were sedating her at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, giving her something to calm her nerves because she was very um, anxious and I mean who wouldn't be right yeah but it's understandable at her age they were very concerned about what you know what her health would be so there are a lot of pictures like this like to show the different stages of how mm-hmm. she feels and it kind of if you have a hard time reading a book and seeing that mm-hmm. through just letters or just words um it might help with that mm-hmm. to just see, you know, she was a person just like you. Like if you're the same age as her, mm-hmm. at you know, at the time you read this, you might be able to think of it like, oh, that could be me, mm-hmm. which you ought to. I mean, yeah, this is a kind of story where you can't just read and like, okay, it was cool. I mean, I don't. I've never met a single person who has read this book and not had a profound reaction to exactly. it. Exactly. And I, I would be, I would be bothered if you did. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, but I, there's pictures like this, which I love, where mm-hmm. it kind of shows how she kind of perceives each of the characters as an animal, 
Oh, wow. <laughs> I think it's super and cute. I love the thaw bubbles. So, yeah. so is this, um, you said it's kind of an annotated version, but mm. are the authors of this graphic novel, are they putting in their own um, text and speech for the characters, or are they specifically drawing scenes from the original work? Are they Are they sort of putting in their own content in addition to her story, or just picking and choosing the scenes from the original text. So that's what I wondered about because I don't remember every line in the mm-hmm. in the novel yeah. in her diary. How dare you not have that exactly. memorized? <laughs> but um they do have notes from the author, the adapter, the illustrator, um, and it kinda goes through uh where they came from and why they decided to go ahead and do this as a project and mm-hmm. make it a graphic novel because some people might be offended by that. Um, a lot of times when you have like a, what do you call it, like a primary source, mm-hmm. um, and then someone adds to it or makes it kind of their own just mm-hmm. to make it. It's not authentic anymore. Yes. And that was a big eye roll for those of you <laughs> who are only listening. And also for the subject matter is someone mm-hmm. who went through and um, was a victim of the Holocaust. So people can get really upset, which right, yeah. you ought to be. I mm-hmm. mean, it's not a light thing that take on so I think it's part part um the actual novel and then partly mm-hmm. a little just uh, for the sake of the graphic novel aspect but it doesn't take away from her mm-hmm. real story okay and so well done more mm-hmm. yeah it, I think it's pretty fair mm-hmm. um and I don't know which page is which but you can look in the um, um in the notes at the end and it kind of breaks down uh, the reasoning behind it. Mm-hmm. So if you do want to make an argument and kind of just read through the end, <laughs> um, the last few pages explain that. And mm-hmm. I think they did. I think they did a good job. And then towards the end, they kind of they do end with her last entry mm-hmm. before they were caught, um, and then taken away to camp. So it it gives a, her last entry. And then it has a really good um, illustration of just about every emotion. It's one, it's like several images in like a little collage. Mm -hmm. But it's all pictures of Anne's face illustrated to show the different emotions she just dealt with Mm -hmm. during the whole time. And so um, after, um, it gives a little run through of what happened to each person in the home and Mm -hmm. how Anne... um, passed away from typhus in the camps just before um and enough time before they were actually liberated so right it gives the true account after so mm-hmm. i mean if you read this for the first time and you haven't read the actual you know, the actual story novel, mm-hmm. then um you should mm-hmm. it should make you want to do that I've, I've noticed a trend recently of classic literature being turned into graphic novels mm-hmm. and while i don't typically read graphic novel formats I'm all for it because I think it's it's a great way to engage people who've yes. never had a good spe- experience with a classic story mm-hmm. to sort of pull them into it and make it more visual and um, maybe get more readers from that mm-hmm. um, I think there are people who feel strongly mm-hmm. that a classic story should be left alone, not touched, not sure. adapted, even into a movie format, which is kind of unrealistic in this day exactly. and age. But I think the more that we can do to sort of highlight these works and bring them to more people, the better. So yeah. I'm all for it. 
Exactly. Well, thank you for talking about this lovely graphic novel today, and we'll see you all next time. Thanks for listening to Lima Reads. Keep the conversation going by commenting on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Lima Public Library. 